Just Alexa Riley, Leah and Mel. And I know, and you're ad-free this week. You're excited about it and not too disappointed. We just gave up, okay? We, we're doing our best, and we just decided that wasn't for us anymore. So don't tell Tessa. We're just going to do them without her. Maybe she'll, <laughs> she'll never, never know. know. <laughs> she'll never know. <laughs> so it's Thursday, and we're here with Kara Dees, Look But Don't Touch, part four. And I'm not sure how the chapter breakdown is, but it's going to be a good one today. You I guys like. have gotten some dirty shit. They've already gotten the part, remember, where she's in the office and he makes her, <sighs> like, it. masturbate in front of him. Yes. And then he's like, what do we do with daddy's cum? I'm like, oh my God. I, or do we waste daddy's cum? I was like, I died. I was like, <sighs> I just remember just reading this and thinking, this isn't real. <laughs> Like, like, am, am I really reading this? <laughs> Does this happen? And the thing is, is like, it's probably happened. The, I mean, it's right? Not to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's happened to me. <laughs> I just remember thinking like, oh my God, this is like, like these things happen. Like I was just so out of it. I don't know. How, I just either never knew this was a thing. I was just so I innocent. Just, I guess where I was so innocent. I think I was a lot so innocent, innocent before I started reading all the time romance. Maybe so. I mean, like especially this kind of shit. I mean, my God, like I just I, my eyes have been opened. That just always <laughs> stuck with me. I think that the cleaning up the cum, like you got to eat it. It just all these years right there. Yes. I think oh I've seen God. one time somebody say something like that. She was like, of course I swallow. I'm not making a mess. I'll have to clean this shit up. I'm like, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. We're just terrible. I love it. So, speaking of kink, so as we have already this week on Tuesday and uh, Wednesday, said that, you know, Tessa sent out a message in the Read Me Romance headquarters group on Facebook. If you're not in there, get your cute ass in there with us. We give away tons of stuff. We have a lot of fun. We do a lot of talks and ask for you guys to send us emails that we can read on the podcast. So, one of the emails that she asked for was saying, a kink you didn't know you liked until you read it. So, like a surprise kink. Surprise! It's a kink and you like it. You know, just like everybody wants. <laughs> so, uh, somebody sent us an email. We're going to read one today. So, it says, Hello, ladies. This is my first time writing in, but I had to share this. I had no idea that I thought I would enjoy, that I would enjoy the heroine being the dominatrix until I read Landslide by Catherine Nolan. I couldn't stop reading it and couldn't believe how much that actually turned me on. My husband doesn't like the idea of of me taking the reins to that extreme, so I don't think we will ever try something like that. But I thank Catherine Nolan for giving me my very own secret porn. Love you guys and always enjoy the chats at the beginning of every episode. And Talia, thanks for teaching me how to make every day my bitch. Oh! <laughs> I know why Tessa sent me that one now. <laughs> Thank you. I won't say your name, but thanks. I love the email. You know, that kind of touches on what we talked about yesterday when I was like, you know, 
like I think it's important to share your kinks and your fantasies with your partner even though they might not you know be into everything you're into that's okay I mean you can have some solo time and you know live out those fantasies which is you know that's totally healthy and normal and you should be doing that but you know I think if you're able to share it with your partner and they're into it I think it's awesome you know me personally I don't know how I would feel about the dominatrix thing I never thought I would be into it either until I started reading it like what what's the one you recommend the by Joey Hill natural yeah. law Jesus. that's the one yeah so if you like landslide by Catherine Nolan I know Tessa talked about it during Catherine Nolan's week about how much she loved that book yeah Joey Hill's natural law that was another well, one I think where you it, loved the it. reason I love that one so much is because while she topped him he was very still possessive of her. Like, he's like, this is my mistress. You better back the fuck off. Yeah, I like that, though. Like, that's so hot. And I think that's, like, the core of any romance that I love is when the hero is so possessive. And he's just like, this is mine. Nobody else's, you know, I don't want to share her. Yeah. You know, and, and, and there's been, you know, a couple of, like, BDSM books that I read early on where they would share and stuff and I never could get into that and it wasn't until like till I read um I can't remember is it Sharice Sinclair where she has the Shadowland series Uh that BDSM series and there was like one of the heroines she was like scarred up I think she had been abused in some way or something and there was, like, the really mean guy. Like, he was the sadist in the group. Yeah. Like, they they end up together. It was, like, Roland or something. I can't remember his name now. But they ended up together. And the way he was so protective and so caring and so loving with her. I remember reading that book. And that's when I was like, okay, I can They got a second book. <laughs> yeah? Did they? I don't remember that. It came out. Like a year ago, I think, or two. No way. Sometimes the books all blend together. But yeah, they got another book. It's a really good book. I'll have to look up which one it is. But I know you got the name right. His name is Nolan. Uh, Nolan, that's it. And she came from an abusive husband. Yeah, that's right. Because I just, and he was like the scary one in the club. And everybody was just like, he's never going to be with somebody or whatever it was. For whatever reason, he was just so cold and distant. But then I remember reading that and how protective he was of her. And I was just like, oh. This is romance while he's whipping her. (laughs) But, you know, I don't remember if she did a book where there was a dominatrix. I know there was a couple in the club, but I don't know if she ever wrote a, like, a switch like that. I I can't remember. I haven't read the last few because I haven't been. I go on kicks of, like, Harlequin binges. I'll have to circle back around to a BDSM kick. Yeah, it's been so long since I've read those books, but now I'm like, I'm thinking about all those couples, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I wonder what they're up to. I know. I love that you remembered that name. I was like, oh, she hasn't read them in years, and she's still got that name. Oh, yeah. That's some, like, some people like that, you just don't forget. I mean, it's like new species. Like, you just, I'll just never forget those characters. Basically, because I read them all the time. (laughs) You know, and that's something, too. You know, if you've never read Lauren Donner, and I know we've talked about her, if you've been with us since the beginning on the podcast, this is old news to you. But if you're just joining us this week with a Cara book, we're, Mel and I met because of, you know, 
Lori and Donner, you know, she's the reason we we became like friends and stuff is because of her her shifter series. The new it's called New Species, and the first book is Fury, and it's um they're shifters, but they're are not shifters. I guess they're like half human, half animal bred, and it's just like they're like genetically mutated humans, basically, but. It's it sounds terrible. I'm describing it in the worst way, but it's fucking awesome. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. So Carity is the reason we're writers, and Lauren Donna's the reason you know we're together. So we definitely have to talk about her this week <laughs> <laughs> or every week, whatever. So yeah. Wish we had cake. Why we didn't? But all right. I know, right? <laughs> oh, I'm getting cake. I didn't have cake for this recording, but I'm fucking getting cake on Tuesday. The Tuesday this airs, I'm making a note on my calendar. I'm going to have cake. So, just so you know what's happening. <laughs> I'm going to Dairy Queen and get one of those ice cream cakes. We got a Dairy Queen oh, in my town. That's, like, yeah. the most exciting thing that's happened here all year. Well, well I was going to say, like, the next time you're, like, up north or whatever, you need to get one of those Carvel cakes because they don't have them, like, everywhere. They only have them in certain places where they do the ice cream cake, like the Fudgy the Whale. Yeah. So, you need to try to get one of those. I've never, like, I've never had, like, a Fudgy the Whale. I've had a Carvel cake, and it's just okay. But I don't think I had, like, the legit chocolate one like I should have. Because it's the one that has the ice cream and the cookie and, The cookie's the most important part of the ice cream cake. Now I want ice cream cake and wedding cake. I hope (laughs) you're happy. I'm like a pregnant woman over here. And I'm not pregnant, just so we're clear. (laughs) But if you want to send gifts. No, I'm just (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. P.O. Box 2388, Albemarle, North Carolina, 28001. The, I'm not shitting you. If you want to send gifts, go to that P.O. Box. It's on our Instagram. You just speaking, want to send us letters to say hi. Speaking of our uh, Instagram, that is where our quick links is. And today is Thursday, so you can get the new releases. You can find the link for the Facebook group that Leah mentioned um, a few minutes ago to join. Yeah, headquarters. Yep. And everything is always on that quick link. So the episode of the week, old audiobooks, new audiobooks, what's coming up. It's just like a quick place to get all of our hot buttons. Absolutely. Everything's at your fingertips. So go there. And make sure you're following us on Instagram. Yes. But first, we're going to let you listen to today's episode. Yep. So I guess we'll see you on the other side and we'll tell you all this shit all over again. Ready? (laughs) Go. Okay. Ready? Okay. The dinner is in full swing when I leave my seat and walk over to table nine across the room. It's where Kayla is sitting, and for the past half hour, she looked positively miserable. I've tried to catch her gaze, but she hasn't looked at me even once, and I want to reassure her, protect her. Reaching her table, I dip down and murmur in her ear, Come with me. I've startled her, and when she finally looks up, she appears nervous and unsure. Wedding guests all around us are busy being cheery in their festive mood. No one turns their head as I take the lead. Yet, I can practically feel someone staring a hole in the back of my neck. And it's not Kayla. But I don't look back. Where are we going? Kayla asks behind me, following at my quick pace. She's going to notice you're gone, Nicholas. That's the first time I've heard her say my name. I like it. Correction. I love it. However, I want something else right now. Are you going to answer me? I smile and round a corner. She keeps up. Someplace private. I hear the breath she releases. 
Doubting we can find privacy on the first floor, I head toward the elevators in the lobby. It's when I press the button that I realize how tightly wound I am. My back feels rigid, my shoulders are stiff, my neck is strained, my jaw is clenched, and my hands are balled into fists. I'm all over the place, overwhelmed by thoughts that have been swimming in my head since yesterday. The elevator to my right dings, followed by the door sliding open, and I quickly usher Kayla inside. Classical music plays in the car, though it does nothing to calm the storm raging in me. Kayla looks up at me, apprehension clouding her features. I take a step toward her after pushing the button for the top floor. She bites down on her lip. I swallow hard. Another step. My eyes drink her in. She backs into a corner. I stalk her like she's my prey. Christ, I fucking won her. Nicholas? She whispers, eyes wide. I shake my head slowly. No. Not this time. There's another name I need right now. She gulps as I reach her. Daddy? Her voice is so small, so vulnerable, so fucking sweet. That's the one. I murmur and dip down to nuzzle her soft cheek while one hand slides back to cup her ass. My other ghosts across her stomach, up her tits, over her chest, until I hold her jaw in a firm grip. Fuck, you smell good. I breathe her in, and her sweet scent works to calm me down, if only marginally. I've been aching to touch you. She whimpers and fists my shirt. Do you want Daddy to touch you? I ask softly, nipping at her earlobe. So much to get lost in. My voice has lowered to a whisper. This ass. I hiss and palm her ass roughly. She moans. Daddy wants to fuck you. For emphasis, I pull her closer so she can feel my cock against her stomach. But, she breathes out. I shake my head just as the elevator comes to a stop. No buts. Taking a step back, I regard her face. Unless you don't want, you know I do. Her chest heaves, lust evident in her eyes. But what about? It's being handled. Grabbing her hand, I guide her out of the elevator, and then we walk briskly down the hall. Anybody could be leaving their rooms at any point, and I don't give a flying fuck. There's a small nook between two rooms where an ice machine is, and that's where I press Kayla up against a wall. There's no waiting. No hesitation. I crash my mouth to hers and swallow her gasp. Tilting my head, I kiss her deeply as I reach down and grab onto the backs of her thighs. I groan as she hitches both legs around my hips instinctively. In response, I grind my cock against her pussy. She giggles breathlessly, a sound that makes me shudder in pleasure. I notice it in her movements, in her expression, and in her sounds. She's slipping into character, though that particular word rings wrong. It's not a damn character. It's who she is. And I'm... Daddy? That giggle will be the death of me. There's something hard poking me in my tummy. I freeze. Breathing heavily, I stare into her eyes, my own eyes hooded and ready to devour, and it's like my mind resets. No, 
definitely not a character for either of us. We're letting go, that's all. We have so much to talk about. I want to try, I whisper. This, you and me. See if there's more. She smiles. So do I. I nod, thinking about the things we need to discuss before we take this any further. Then let's do it right. She's confused, I can tell. But she won't be for long. I need her to know she can trust me, that I will take care of her properly, and that she can depend on me. All of that will take time, and I can't even begin to be that person right here. Not in a hotel corridor, and not with a wedding reception going on fifteen floors below. Reluctantly, I lower her to her feet. Come home with me, I request, and kiss her softly. I want to play with you, start getting to know you. Her smile is tender. I want that, but... That smile morphs into something salacious and mischievous. I want to take care of you, too. Deft little fingers work my belt and pants. I'm once again frozen in place. Pretty please, Daddy. She bats her lashes and sinks to the floor, at the same time pushing down my pants and boxers. Fuck me. I groan internally and scrub my hands over my face. Right here? Now? Public sex is a major turn-on, but a bit more is at stake here. We haven't established anything yet. Everything is up in the air. I want it. Ah, the pout. With a shake of my head, I chuckle and tap her jaw. Fine. <laughs> Open up. She does, and I grip my cock, smearing the bead of arousal over her upper lip. Lick that off. And she does it slowly, my naughty little baby. Placing one hand on the wall right behind her, I brace myself and swiftly push my cock deep. She gags a few times, to which I murmur sweet nothings about how good it feels. In the end, she relaxes completely and swallows. Just like that. Good fucking God. My free hand goes to the back of her head before I begin to thrust in and out of her hot little mouth. She soaks me in saliva and makes cute, yummy noises, and I discover she's a suckler. When I slowly pull out, she suckles the head of my cock as if she's desperate for my cum to reach her taste buds. Greedy, I moan, letting my head loll back. My hips push forward, and she swallows repeatedly before I pull back again. Threading my fingers through her silky hair, I control our movements and focus solely on my own pleasure. I savor, revel, feel how her tongue flicks, luscious lips tighten, throat constricts and teeth graze. She's so eager to please. One hand cups my balls altering between caressing and massaging. The other slides up and down the backside of my thigh, nails scraping gently, teasingly against my skin. You like to suck cock, don't you? I ask quietly, my chin almost dropping to my chest. My brows are furrowed in concentration. There's no movement, expression, or sound I want to miss. 
I grit out a moan when she bobs her head in an eager little nod. A whisper of a smile plays on her mouth, but Daddy's cock is in the way. God, look at you. I move my hand from the back of her head to her face. As I give a particularly hard push into her mouth, my thumb ghosts over her wet bottom lip. She hollows out her cheeks and sucks me perfectly, and I trace the indentations with another finger. Such a beautiful little cocksucker. In the background, I hear the ding of an elevator arriving. I don't stop fucking Kayla's mouth. She doesn't stop sucking me. Good girl, I whisper down to her. As someone passes the nook we're in, I keep my gaze locked with Kayla's. It's an unbreakable bond, eyes smoldering as my glistening cock keeps moving in and out of her. The gasp, followed by the rapid clicking of heels we hear, doesn't phase us either. We know it's not a wedding guest. Fifteen floors take longer to search through than this, and we don't give a shit about the rest. I'll give you my cum soon, baby. I keep whispering and caressing her face. My strokes slow down, yet I go deeper. The ridges of my erection look like shiny trails, and when her teeth graze over me, it feels too fucking good. Too fucking good. Too fucking good. I close my eyes and clench my teeth together. My jaw tightens. Now, Kayla. Speeding up, I fuck her perfect mouth faster and faster as the orgasm takes over. Down her throat, my cock throbs with each stream of cum. One, two, three, and a fourth slides down, each sucked out by the sensation of her throat muscles contracting around me. Shudders rip through my body, another moan here and there, and Kayla... The good girl that she is licks me clean like a cute little kitten. The club. I can't wait to go back there with her by my side. Thank you, Daddy, she says sweetly as I try to regain my breath. I don't move, still bracing myself against the wall when she tucks me back into my boxers, my pants, and lastly fastens my leather belt again. I really needed that. She finishes with that giggle of hers, and I help her off the floor, a small grin on my face. Adorable, I murmur, and kiss her softly on the lips. Ready to go back to my place now? Mm, yes. She hums and snuggles into my chest. Welcome back. We're here. Hi. I like How's the whole time we were on our pause. I was like doing the L A T S G O cheer in my head. Like, <laughs> the right. Okay. <laughs> I always do the awesome one. We're A W E S O M E. Awesome. Awesome. Totally. <laughs> do you remember that one? I can, send us I, your favorite cheers to readmeromance at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I want to hear about your embarrassing cheerleading stories. Oh I want to hear those. Yes. Please, let's share together. Ro because, you know, like with any good romance, like anytime a group of girls get together, shit goes down. So give us your cheerleading shit. We want to hear it. <laughs> Extra points if it happens with your stepbrother. 
I'm just we always, always say want that to everything. Every time somebody says something, they'll be like, extra points if it's stepbrother. Yeah, absolutely, stepbrother. Include that. All right, guys. Well, we have fun. Make sure you go to our Instagram. We'll be back tomorrow with Tessa. Yay. And we'll talk about, oh, being a writer. That's what tomorrow is about. So being a writer, how to do it, how to not suck at it. We're no experts, so make sure you tune in. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Read me romance. Read, read.